Thank you, Sue. Great to see everybody and babies and children as well. All welcome. Glory. Um, all I've got to do really is carry on telling you why church is the best thing in the world and is going to save the whole wide world and you get to be a part of it. So that's what I want to do. Children, you get extra points today for listening really hard because we don't have the equipment out because we're not allowed yet. So extra Owen points if you follow what I'm saying. And children at home, um, I'm just going to be telling the adults how they can be like Jesus to each other in church and to the world. So if you are into drawing stuff, I know some of you are, you could draw you helping your school friends out and you looking like Jesus to them. Help them out in some way. And I'd be really interested to know how you uh, like, think you can bring the hope of Jesus to your friends. Because the sermon's called your very own place in the church of Jesus. And that's for everybody here. So welcome if you're on the live stream. Um, like, we want you to join us. Like, if you're not a Christian, uh, just come to Jesus and join us at Park End and join us on being saved and becoming more like him and then spreading that to everybody else. Just welcome. Come on in. Call out to Jesus now. He'll hear you. You'll have a radical new life. And then join us as we learn to be more like Jesus in church and how to rescue uh, this part of Cardiff and wherever the stream is going. Um, this morning, I want you to grasp your place in church and what glory it is. Have you got a name, a first name? Yeah, right, because we've listed in the readings some names. And if you're trusting in Jesus now, your name is written in his book. So you've got a job to do, whatever your age. And, but what is it to look like Jesus and save the world as part of his church in a coronavirus uh, year? All right, good question. I've, I think I've got some answers. The first half of this book, before we get to chapter 4, the first half, uh, the writer has said some amazing things about the Lord Jesus. So this part of the sermon is called, um, Do You Believe This About Jesus? No matter what your age. He said, Jesus, this is in the first part of the letter, Jesus is the image of God. Which means... There's no God in heaven which isn't like Jesus. So the God that you follow this morning, does it look like Jesus? Is it Jesus? Uh, that's a really important question. It's quite a life-changing question. He also says this in the first part. All of God dwells in Jesus fully. And therefore, Jesus makes you complete. So that's my next question. Does Jesus make you complete? Or are you going down that tragic route of trying to get a sense of completeness from your job, your school grades, your football abilities, your looks, um, how good you are as whatever your role is at home, whether you've passed an exam or whether you've got good health. That's a massive one this year. Where do you get the sense of completeness from? Because if Jesus is all you need then even if you die from coronavirus this year, and we hope you don't, it's all right, because you're completely complete in Jesus and he's got you. And you'll just wake up in his arms. Like, are you complete in Jesus? That's an essential one. 
And the last one is, in the first half, everything is made by Jesus and for Jesus. So you know the crossroads out there. Everything is going to be given to Jesus on the last day. Everyone you know who lives in this area is made by Jesus. And we'll meet him one day. And Jesus is going to just claim this bit of Cardiff back. It's mine all along, and now I'm going to make it even better in a new world. And it also means, folks, that everyone in your life, every good thing you've got is from Jesus. Uh, do you thank him for that? Everything good in your life is from the living God. All right, that's just the first bit. Then we get to the bit Sue read, which is where we come in. Because something happens after those statements about Jesus. And so we'll just call this part, what happens to you if you believe that stuff about Jesus? What happens to you and therefore to other people in your life? What happens to you or me if we believe that stuff? And there's a word that happens in chapter 2 and 3 after he says really good things about Jesus. And it begins with a T and it sort of turns the focus back now on us. All right, so we say we believe Jesus is Lord and he made everything and we're completing him. Then a word comes up which begins with T, which sort of makes it like, does it affect me? What's that word? You can think about that. I don't think you can answer out loud, but what might that word be? Um, it is, therefore. You know that sort of cheesy Christian saying that you hear in Bible studies? When you see a therefore, ask what it's there for. You've said it, haven't you? Yeah, that's cheesy, but it's all right. It's not bad. So he says, therefore, and basically everybody, church is married to Jesus. We're going to inherit the world. He's going to get rid of all sin, death, and decay. Therefore, you've got a job and a role to play along the way. Yeah, you, you. See, there are two different types of people in church. There's ones that come to be fed from Jesus and say, look, I'm a sinner. Can you make me more like you as I go on in my life? And there's others that just turn up with a clipboard to church and just make notes of everything that's wrong. And they're really grumpy and they miss out on the point of church. So we all need to be in the ones that now go, right, Jesus is Lord. Therefore, I want to connect with that in a meaningful way. Because guess what, people? Jesus died on the cross. It means nothing unless church actually lives that out. It just means nothing. Jesus died on the cross. So what? So what? The point is that everyone here flourishes in that reality in a coronavirus world. That's the point. So there's the therefore. And all I want to do... Um, is now just rattle off some names that Sue read and uh, then like see how we live it out in church. Are we like them? Are they like us? Just a quick word to the live stream. If you're not a Christian and you just heard that stuff about Jesus, let's say you're burdened with life or you're worried about death or you're stuck in sin, like in 10 minutes time, you're still going to be stuck in sin, still burdened, and still anxious about the coronavirus, unless you do the therefore and make a move towards Jesus in this second bit of the sermon. In 10 minutes' time, there'll be no difference, unless that word therefore, you have a role in the church of Jesus, applies to you. And you just get on with it. So here we go.
Um, there's the, I, ju I, had a, I wanted to do all of them, but I've, got, I've nailed it down to two because um, of time. So the first one, what was his name? It began with a T. Do you remember? You don't hear it in school anymore. A few of you are nodding. Oh, is it up there? Oh, you cheats. Yeah, but it's good that it's up there. Um, verse no, 7 to 9, Tikikas, Tiki. Should we call him Tiki because it's a bit complicated? Um, oh, I'm on the wrong page. I'm just going to read again. Tikikas. So these are the people in the church, just like you. How are they going to live it out in their world? Right, here's one. Tikikas will tell you all the news about me, says Paul. He's a dear brother, a faithful minister, and a fellow servant in the Lord. I'm sending him to you in this church for the express purpose that you may know about my circumstances and it may encourage your hearts. Hey, glory. <laughs> yes. Tychicus, um, a life well spent for Jesus like yours needs to be. You can read about him if you like homework. You can read him about him in Acts 20, Titus 3, and 2 Timothy 4. He's all over the place in the early church. But he gets a job to do in the church of Jesus and to spread the hope of the world. And what is it? He gets to bring this letter to the church, read it out, and encourage them. What a job. What a job. And do you know why he was chosen for that? He was dependable. Dependable, Tychicus, Tychias, Tychy, in the church of God. And that's how the church saves the world. Dependable people for Jesus. If you gave Tychy an assignment, he would do it. You just know he's going to do it. Why does that matter? It matters because, and the children might find that in school or the adults might find it in job. There's loads of people at the moment who just want to quit life. Is that you? You're just done with it this year. I'm over it. I'm out of here. Done. I'm gone. Like how many people do we know who are like that at the moment? I've had enough of this life. But do you know who doesn't quit on people or life? It's Jesus. And how does he show that he doesn't quit on people in life? Or people in this area, when it's just pure chaos, he sends in people like Tiki, who are just dependable. And people are like, how on earth is Tiki so hopeful and steady in this crazy world back then? Or now, how? Well, he trusts Jesus, and he's dependable. He's just a solid person. Like in school, your school friends, they might be worried be like Tychius, just dependable. I just get on with life because whatever happens, Jesus is Lord. I'm just going to get on with my little role in church as I prop up the Lord Jesus Christ and his message. Ladies and gentlemen, heading back into lockdown or whatever Christmas is going to look like, what does the Christian life look like? It's people like you. What does it look like that Jesus died to save the world? It's people like us. In the pure chaos of politicians and antidotes, it's us displaying Jesus is stable. And we just keep trusting and going. Are you dependable in your little role in church?
Um, you're like, who cares about me? Jesus does. Tiki got given a little job just to read a letter. It literally has transformed the world, and here we are now. Who cares about me, really, and my little job in church, whatever it is? Jesus does. Be like Jesus in that little role you've got, and the world will change, and hope will come. If he doesn't do his job, we don't get this letter. My dad used to work in the Heath Hospital as some sort of manager. Too complicated for me to understand. But he used to say this. When the managers didn't show up for work, nobody cared. When the janitor didn't show up, everybody cared. Dave's nodding. Yeah, you get it. Because if the heating wasn't switched on, everything just goes to pot. Everybody's freezing. The janitor's little role was actually the biggest one there. Dependable janitors in the life of the church. It's massive. And that's Tychius. He's also called a beloved brother. That's no small thing. Do you know what it was like being Paul's friend? It ain't great. I wonder what he lost just by doing his little jobs in church. He probably lost a girlfriend, um, his popularity, money, a promotion. He probably got beaten up a few times. People threw rocks and eggs at him. Some people had a riot. But dependable Tiki is still there in church because he believes this is life. And I'm going to do my little role for the Lord Jesus. I'm going to put church and Jesus first in this coronavirus world. My Lord is on the throne. I trust in him. So I just get on with my life. There's one more thing about him, and he's got a job to do, and it's to pray or to get people praying. If you're watching from chat and your life this year has been a complete wreck, there are people here like Tychius who will pray for you. They will. People in this church pray for each other like Tychius wants to do, like Paul wants to do. They pray. Why did Jesus die on the cross? Here's one reason. To get people out of their selfish world, get them into church life in the coronavirus world and start praying for people. Just have an outward view. Just pray for other people and take interest in other people. That's what Jesus does. And he uses you. Do you know this lady? There's one in every church. They're usually quite old. There's one or two in every church. They know details about everyone in church because they just pray for everyone. And then when you go through something, they ring you like the next week. Oh, how did that thing go? Do you know that person? Like there's always a couple in church, absolute prayer warriors who just know stuff and are bringing it to Jesus. There's people like that in this church. Maybe that's your role in the church of Jesus. Just making lists about what people are going through and praying for them. That's the hope in the coronavirus world. That's salvation, being more like Jesus. Thank God for the tickies in the world, and maybe that's your calling in life. Maybe now you're thanking the Lord Jesus that you've got someone like that in your life. A life well spent of little jobs and prayer. Not much in the world's eyes, but here we are, reading that letter. I got one more. Like I said, I wanted to do all seven, but that would be crazy. I got one more. Next week, we'll do some more. The last one today. There's a place for people. And Jesus uses this type of person, and his name begins with an O, and it's not Owen. And it's behind me, I think. 
Onesimus. So let's play a quiz to keep you awake. What other book is he in in the Bible? Hey, yeah. Philemon. This is a belter. This guy. I'm looking forward to meeting him. Maybe there's a couple of Onesimuses here. Or listening and you're going to join us. Onesimus was a slave, but he stole from his master. Then he legged it and ran away from his master. But when he was hiding, he came across the Apostle Paul who was preaching about Jesus, who forgives everything we've ever done. And he became a Christian and started plugging back into church. Um, And Paul paid off his debts and reconnected him with the people he had broken relationships with. That's Onesimus. And now he is an absolute legend in the church, being really useful. Let me tell you a secret, children and adults. There are some people here or at home, and they're not flourishing. They're just stuck in decaying patterns of death. Do you know why that is for some people? It's because of their past. It's because of their past. It's a crippler. I meet so many people who have no joy in Jesus, no joy in life, no sense of purpose, nothing. And they certainly don't spread it around their areas in 2020 because they haven't got it themselves. And do you know why that is? Their past is crippling them. Some listeners are so crippled right now because of guilt of what you've done. And you're like, one day I'll get my life together, but I'm not in a good space yet, so I'll just wait. And the years are going on before you're full of the joy of the Lord and a real flourishing church member. And you've still got an absolute ton of mess to deal with and you can't handle it. That's Onesimus. That's why he ran away. Everybody runs away in one way or another until they meet Jesus in church. Here's a fact about Onesimus. Onesimus being in this letter blows that mentality out of the water. There is no place for guilt of your past in church. Onesimus, not only was he a slave, he was a thief, a liar, and a runner. But... He heard about the cosmically glorious Jesus who forgives past, present, and future. And he was brought into church life. And he was changed from an orphan thief to the son of the king of kings. That is what people need in 2020. Any Onesimus is out there or in here, come forth to Jesus today. And there's a role in this house for you, for all of you. I often find this, the greatest ministries in life come from the deepest pains. Do you find that? The people who just get what I'm going through have been through it themselves. Divorcees, uh, people victims of abuse or abusers, drug addicts, proud people, addicts of all sorts, depressants, those who've contemplated suicide, those full of regret, when Jesus and church gets a hold of them, they're saved and they flourish. They are saved and they flourish, each with their own ministry. Church heals people, folks. That's the message that you need to hear in chat. That's the message what these locals need. Do you know who I would put on the door 
of this church. Onesimus, just get the word out. The thief has been saved and now he's flourishing. Because Jesus is on the throne and we're all headed to him as forgiven sinners. Get him on the door. News will travel fast. Onesimus, welcome. Here, come. Now, some of you, by the grace of God, have been through unbelievable trials. I know it because I'm getting to know you better. But you're still here. You're still here. And you are tailor-made to look like Jesus to people in your lives. And just speak words of peace and wisdom and hope. And only you can do that, because only you've been through it. So maybe, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time or the thousandth time, we see this morning what hope the Lord has for every single one of us out there, you on the camera and us in here. And Jesus changes people like us. Jesus saves the world by using people like us. So let's come, ye sinners, poor and wretched, weak and wounded, sick and sore, Jesus ready, stands to save you, full of pity, love, and power. He is able. He is able. He is willing. Doubt no more. We invite you back tonight at nine. We're going to be learning more about Jesus. And next week, we'll do some more names. God willing, unless he comes again in the meantime. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are going to stand and sing the praises of this Lord who transforms us and gives us reason to praise. And we will sing 10,000 reasons. We'll stand. Thank you.